Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Is is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, right to UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code, that's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with our other host, legendary tight end Jason Dunn. JD, how we doing, buddy? Marcus, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? How you doing? How's everything going for you? I, I can't complain at all, my man. I can't complain. Um, it was pretty cool uh, having uh, the Chiefs come to my backyard in, in DC this week. Uh, obviously, I, I didn't get the uh, I didn't get the uh, tickets. I, I had nobody on the inside getting me tickets for the uh, uh, to be in the, at the, the White House at the lawn. But uh, it was cool, nonetheless, seeing the guys uh, get to do that um, this week. Um, yeah, what, what were your thoughts on that whole thing? I tell you what, man. It, it was. I mean, anytime you're able to go to the White House, I mean, come on, that's. This is what guys are shooting for. They were trying to get to the Super Bowl. We know that the next step uh, of just part of that celebration is going and seeing, you know, the White House, you know, going into the, uh, you know, the Rose Guard and whatnot and, and meeting the president. And so that in itself is a great honor, you know, has been in the past. And, and you know, you, when, you, when you see it and you see those guys all dressed up and, and you know, having a great time, uh, man, it just it, it, it made it, it was really proud just to see that. You know, and so uh, when I seen all those guys, man, in the, the suits, just looking all clean, man, it was just perfect, absolutely perfect, man. So, so definitely, I I, I, I really enjoyed seeing the pictures. Obviously, you know, the the little uh, the little skit that that Travis and and Patrick did. You know, I don't know if it was a skit or not, but man, you know how they just impromptu with everything, anyway. So, uh, but now that was that was that was really that was really funny. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it though. Yeah, 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 all the guys were dressed to the nines. They all looked fantastic. It was also cool seeing a lot of the guys that come back for that, the guys who are now in different teams come back for, for the celebration um, to be at the White House. Um, and also, I thought it was, I guess, you know, symbolic in a way. You know, the day before, we had the, the sad news with uh, Norma Hunt passing away. Um, and then the following day is when we had this, you know, the, the, the White House, um, first time in Chiefs history, you know, going to the White House. Um, and I thought that was you know, kind of uh, poetic in a way where, you know, like she's now 
in heaven with her husband, you know, the, what they call the queen of the kingdom, the first lady of the NFL um, in the, in heaven with, with uh, Lamar watching down and seeing, you know, the franchise that they created together, you know, and going to the white house. I, I just thought that was, you know, it was bitter, bittersweet in a way, the white house visit coming in on the heels of uh, the sad loss of, uh, of a uh, normal hunt. Um, what, what, what did you think about that? Yeah. I mean, you know, just hearing the news, very saddened about that. Uh, when, when I tell you, just Norman and, and Lamar both, uh, just the entire family, but Norma was just so gracious in how she treated us as players, uh, the entire team, uh, and she always just had a smile on her face. Everything that she had was just was just elegant. And so, just kind of hearing the news, man, it was, it was really saddening. And it was kind of one of those things that that you know just kind of shocked, it just it kind of it just really shocked me. You know, just to hear that news. Uh, but my, my heart, my prayers, condolences go out to the family for sure. Uh, you know, with Clark and Dan and you know, time every single one of them that that has given so much, uh, not just to the Chiefs, but we talk about the entire NFL. And so, you know, I was having a conversation with one of my friends today. We're just talking about how everything started like in Houston and just, you know, building the NFL into what it is. Uh, you know, we're talking about this is the, like the royal family of the NFL. And so when you hear things like this, it's almost like hearing, like you, like you said, you know, having, you know, the queen of, of the NFL basically, um, you know, in passing. So, yeah. uh, you, you know, it, dealing with it and guys going to the White House, uh, you know that she'd be proud, you know, just seeing those guys and, and, and kind of just shining down on those, those, those guys on a greater occasion and seeing those things. Um, but I mean, you got to definitely commemorate for the, all the time that she's she's been out there. Her, she's never missed a Super Bowl, not once. Can you imagine that? That's wild. It's it's just I mean crazy in itself. When I heard that, I was just like, not one Super Bowl, not one. Uh, so you just you could just tell just the the blood that's in there, and in, 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 you know football's just in their blood and yeah. what it meant. But uh, yeah, just you know from Norma Hunt. Uh, for her memory, for everything she's given to the the NFL, for the Chiefs, uh, well, we love you dearly for that, and uh, we just want to tell you, you know, just rest in peace, rest in power. You know, our hearts go out to you from the Chiefs' concerns for sure. Yep, hundred percent. And I think it's somewhat, you know, she lived a, lived a long life, um, uh, and I think what was what was cool, right, is the way she got to see the team from from the start to, you know, passing what many say is a dynasty. That's, you know, some say it is a dynasty. Some say it's a dynasty brewing, but she got to see two Super Bowls in her last few years. And she got to see the NFL draft in Kansas City, something that her and Lamar probably obviously never thought it would happen. But, hey, it, it happened right before, you know, um, she made her way to heaven and stuff. So I, th- I think it's, I think it's you know, she got to see a lot of how Kansas City has come from, you know, from back in the day to now. It's just, it's kind of a wild ride. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then just seeing, you know, like you said, having those moments that, you know, I'm sure is just glorious to her from, from seeing these things, right, and, and experiencing that uh, is, is, I think, is one of those things is just great that you remember those things as a memory maybe to her of just seeing this come to fruition, uh, what they, they they envision it to be, uh, like you said, and just, you know, now all of a sudden getting a, uh, a draft there in Kansas City, uh, you know, and, and your team being at the top, uh, of the mountain uh, is man. When I say when you don't, you talking about just a job well done. It's been a job well done uh, for their family. And so, like I said before, man, 
and uh, the sad moment, but when you look over the times and the memories and whatnot, uh, you got to take, you know, the, the goodness and the, the joy and the happiness uh, that I'm sure that she felt all during this time. Uh, you know, this untimely, you know, uh, death. So, or past, put it that way. Yep. Um, so uh, with this episode, uh, JD and I have a special guest and a special treat for you all. Um, you know, with so much happening th- this week, um, from the loss of Norma Hunt, uh, for the White House visit, um, so much in the Chiefs in, in, from a historical context, um, uh, just in general, uh, we have uh, retired Chiefs equipment manager, uh, and current team historian and curator of the Chiefs Hall of Honor, and Mike Davidson coming on. JD, you and him go way back, so this is going to be a, a special treat for everyone, um, to talk about this with, uh, with our Listen, guy Mike Davidson. Look, look when, when I'm telling you uh, that Mike was one of those guys that you just I had to see every single day. He, he was that guy. I mean, when I'm telling you uh, the the amount of uh, passion, um, his his kindness, um, you know, his dedication to what he did, and how he made guys feel, and and, and you know, just pray, basically taking care of us. I mean, he's a guy that everybody has to go see. If you putting on a jersey, you had to deal with anything, socks or whatever, you had to go see Mike. And that's how it was. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just so glad one of my friends that, you know, he's a, he's a friend of mine, uh, seen him a, a few weeks ago uh, there for the draft uh, for an, an event that we had uh, for the, um, I think it was the uh, Third Alone Foundation, uh, Derek Thomas Day. And, and, you know, we were just discussing, you know, all the history of it. And, and Mike being put in this position, it's a curator right now, man. I'm just so happy for it. I couldn't think of a better person, actually, to be in that position than Mike. So Mike has seen it all. He's 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 been in this business for an extremely long time, and everywhere he's gone, man, everybody has has always sung his praises about what the type of person he is, uh, what he brings to uh, the organization, uh, and he is one guy that I'm gonna absolutely enjoy having this conversation with. Yep, I can't agree more. Hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Hey, welcome. Uh, thank, or thank you for welcoming me and having me on. I appreciate that. And Jason, I feel the exact same about you. Uh, always a pleasure to see you every day back when when we uh, worked together for all those years. And, uh, and, and, and not only just the way you treated me, but more importantly, how you treated everyone else around there, too, from my assistants to everyone that worked in that locker room area and, and uh, from anyone in that building. And, and uh your kindness also is never ever forgotten. So, so well, it's great to be on the show. Thank you. I look forward to to uh, sharing some things here with you all about Norma Hunt and the Hall of Honor, and and uh, uh, this is great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Man, it, it, look, it, it is an honor. It, it is an absolute pleasure. Uh, like I said, bring you on the show, man. I, and sometimes it, words can necessarily do injustice, like how much people mean to you in your life. You know, when you see, you know, somebody every single day, and the best way I could probably sum it up is family, right? We're talking about an organization itself. You know, Mike, I always looked at you as family. And sometimes when we're at the office, we spend more time with you all than we do our our family, you know? And so that's that's the reality of it. And so uh, I always loved you guys, man. I always loved you, Mike, like I said, and your, your kindness and everything that you meant to everybody else. Uh, everybody just had the utmost respect for you. Uh, and well, so, thank you, Jason. Yeah, that's for sure. Thank that's you. for sure. And right back at you too, because that goes two ways, back and forth. Very Thank much you, so. Thank you. Now, now, Mike. Um, so obviously, we 
JD Nine, the opener, kind of talked about all the stuff that happened this week. Um, obviously, the loss um, of Norma Hunt uh, and the White House visit. Um, so, beginning with Norma, you know, everyone talks about how you know she was the, the so many things. You know, the Queen of the Kingdom, um, the First Lady of the NFL, First Lady of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, so much, right? Um, and and obviously, the she's been to every Super Bowl. Was that the thing she she had been to every Super Bowl? That that's because that's what everyone keeps talking about. Kind of talk to us about that a little bit. Some, some of the historical impacts of uh, the Normal Hunt's um, career. Well, yes, and and when you and and Jason was saying this earlier um, with Norma, the things that really stand out was just her grace, her kindness, her uh, thoughtfulness. Um, she was so gracious, and um, she, yes, she did attend every Super Bowl. Um, the only woman they um, that that ever did that. Um, but even more than that with her, and that's well documented, but she had this way when she met you, no matter who you were, um, she would make you feel comfortable. She would make you feel welcomed. She always had that smile. And um, she, she, was, she was with Lamar. Uh, they got married. They got married in uh, January 22nd, 1964. But she began with the Dallas Texans when that first year working, helping to sell tickets. And that was how Lamar first met her. Um, she, Jason, you were saying that you were, you were kind of leading to this before, but she had this way to reduce life. And Bob Moore, this is a quote from Bob Moore, our, our longtime PR person. Uh, he wrote a really heartfelt um, column in Chiefs.com. And that was uh, published uh, either last night or this morning. And Bob said she reduced life to its essentials. And she was so gracious and so kind and so thoughtful. And she just, no matter who you were, what you did, or whatever your lot was in life, she just made you feel really comfortable in that smile. I know in my time um, with the Chiefs, I've lost um, three family members, a, a, a father, a brother, and a mother and in a period of time. And every single time I got very nice handwritten note from Norma. And, 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 and you know, that's just special. You know, that's just very, very special. Now, tying it to the uh, to the Washington visit, the, the, the D.C. visit on Monday, um, obviously for winning the Super Bowl. So do you know how the Super Bowl even got its name? OK, Norma had something to do with that. So. So, um, you know, Lamar wanted a team in the NFL back in 1959, but he couldn't get them to get an expansion team. So very, very naively, he needed to start a new football league to get his own football team. So in 1960, he launched what was called the American Football League or the AFL. Today it's known as the AFC, but um, his team was in Dallas. They were called the Dallas Texans. And throughout their 10 year existence of the American Football League before they merged with the NFL, uh, when they announced this merger, which Lamar was very, very uh, instrumental in the merger talks, bringing the two leagues to come together, um, they were talking about, as a result of this merger, they were talking about this first uh, championship game that they were going to play. And Lamar always wondered, even when he first started the American Football League, who had the better team between the AFL and the NFL? So as they were talking about this, this championship they were going to play after the 1966 season, 
Lamar's mine. I'm, I'm going to see if this shows up to you. But this little toy, it's called a Super Bowl. Okay. It's made by Whammo. Norma bought this little toy for the children. Okay. For their kids. And when they were talking about this AFL NFL world championship game, trying to come up with a name to call it, Lamar actually thought about this little toy that their children played with that Norma bought the children called a super ball. It is made by Wemo. And Lamar made the comment, yeah, this game we're going to play this, this super bowl. And he had this little toy in mind. And this was the toy Norma had bought the children to play with. Um, so it kind of just all came to circle, full circle, where the uh, the Chiefs uh, were able to, um, you know, be victorious in Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Um, they go to the White House on Monday, in, right after Norma's uh, going on to eternal life, and uh, it's just kind of a neat little uh, connection there. That. Uh, <laughs> And, and I think, Jason, you said it, Norma, or maybe Marcus, you said it, that, you know, Norma and Lamar, they're looking down from heaven saying, yes, enjoy that. Because it was never about them. It was always about the others. And uh, they were very happy and proud that um, the Chiefs were able to experience what they did on Monday. You know, I was, uh, I was having a conversation with one of the guys I played college football with, and I was trying to explain to him um, – what the uh, what what Lamar and Norma what they actually built in Kansas City, and I said it's a rarity to have someone that owns a team that knows everything about a player who wouldn't mind coming down to the locker room and talk about your mom or your brother uh, and just carry on a conversation, and that's how it was. They the, the way that they just carried themselves, like you said, uh, Mike, was just with so much like elegance, and it was so so welcoming. Um, and you just tell with the, the kindness that they had in their heart, how they just treated each and every person there, you know, mm -hmm. and I can just imagine how it was, you know, like as far as like all, everybody else, all the other employees in the facility. But I, I, I was just amazed at how Lamar would just remember everybody's name. And also, mm -hmm. too, when we have, you know, of course, the parties for the team and whatnot, Norma would come up and she'll come speak to guys. You know, I was mm -hmm. like, that, that's rare occasion. You know, I, I played for one other team, but I know from hearing from other people, guys playing from different teams, that it just wasn't like that. You just didn't really have owners that was engaged in, you know, the employees or the players. They just wasn't. And it was always like this separate point of like, you know, obviously you're 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 the player, the grunt work, and everybody is above here. And that's kind of how other people roll. But it was mm -hmm. never like that. Never like that with Norman Lamar. And that's what I, I just so much loved about the organization in itself. That's why everybody loves Kansas City, because mm -hmm. they embody everything what they wanted it to be, really. And so uh, I think that's what it, it, it talks a lot about, how Kansas City is such a, uh, like a friendly town. Everybody wants to come to Kansas City. You know, they talk about how great the fans are. All these mm -hmm. things, I think, encompasses part of what the division was with Norma and Lamar in this. And then, you know, with Clark taking over, uh, just continuing the legacy of what it is. So mm -hmm. I, I don't think about the, the Super Bowl at all. That is a wonderful story, man. That is a great story. I, I, I'll never forget that, though. That's that's wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. You, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that's just kind of a – it just ties it all together. And, and, of course, she lived a wonderful life. And, and, uh, and, and 
they were never intrusive, you know, but they were always well, when Lamar would come in the locker room after a game, win or lose, um, it wasn't like some grand entrance where, you know, he just was, you know, his way. He'd come in the one door and he would stop at every player locker and shake your hand. And if you won, we were congratulations. And and if we lost, he'd say, well, get him next time. You know, right. and, and he went, he went to every single player in that locker room and shook their hand afterwards. And uh, yeah, I, I, um, I think of of Lamar and in uh, in the office that we have. There's a there's a big photo of Lamar, and and uh, every morning when I walk in and I see that, I I, I always just stop and and uh, it makes makes me feel good. If you if you want to read a really good column, like I was telling you, Bob Moore um, just wrote it and it was put on the Chiefs.com website, and he called it the Grand Lady of Sports, and it's a really heartfelt. Uh, column he wrote on 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 Norma. I'd, I'd really recommend that you read it. It it, it really summarizes uh, there. And of course, um, Bob's such a good writer. Anyway, you remember Bob? Our oh yeah, PR absolutely, director. absolutely. Uh, it's a very good column. And and I I told Bob this morning. I said, Bob, I said you've done a lot of great writing over the years, but I think that was your best work you've ever done. So it's really good. Yeah, Jason. Um, you know they they went to the White House and met the president. And uh, I'm going to remind you of something. Do you remember up in River Falls? I think it was in 2004, maybe 2005. President Bush made a stop at uh, River Falls. Oh yeah, out there by the fields. Do you remember that? And, yeah, sure uh, <laughs> and he came by. But he probably spent an hour with us, maybe, and we got photos with him and threw the football with him. And, uh, and I remember you and I specifically. We were standing together and we were talking to. Uh, we were talking to. Um, uh, one couple of secret service agents, you know, about, about what they do and all that. And, uh, yeah. uh that was, that was, uh, that was, that was, that was kind of neat being able to do that. Yeah, man. It was, man. I remember that. I actually have a picture of me and, and the president beside each other. And it's, it's funny. Cause when I came up to, to meet him, he just looked up at me and he said, I hope you're on my side. I said, I'm with you, Mr. President. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you remember, you remember our defensive coordinator back then, his name was Gunther Cunningham. Remember of course. So I don't know if you remember this or not, but they wanted to get the defensive coaches together and get a picture with uh, with the president. You know, this is out on our practice field, Marcus, right outside the ice rink where, where we practice. They're right there by the in the uh, end zone of the practice fields. And uh, they were looking for Gunther. Um, to to because they wanted the defensive coaches in 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 uh in the president in a photo, and this was so funny. The uh, the and what, what what was our nickname for Gunther? Gun, right? Right, right. So they so they started like, gun, gun, and those secret service agents all started jumping and you know, they were ready to throw the president down on the ground. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's our that's Gunther's nickname, you know. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Great gosh. time! Oh, wonderful time! Absolutely, to remember. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a neat experience, though having having President Bush come up there, and and I actually thought about that Monday when when uh, the team was visiting Washington D.C. So that was good. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah, that was the uh, so one of the things with that visit. Um, I think Biden may have mentioned it in his uh, in his speech how this is the first time the Chiefs were uh, had visited the White House uh, in in its history. So. Um, we were talking beforehand, uh, Mike, but uh, 
talk to us about what happened back back in the day when we won uh, Super Bowl four. Why didn't we go to the White House, or was that even happening back back in the day? So Super Bowl four, when um, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Minnesota Viking Vikings in the very last AFL football game ever played, because the following year the merger would happen and it would become the AFC versus the NFC. Um, so. Right after the game in the locker room, Len Dawson, who was the quarterback of the, the Chiefs in the 19 uh, Super Bowl IV, um, he received a phone call from President Nixon uh, in the locker room. And uh, we, we actually have videotape of um, or a, a recording of him taking the, uh, the phone call from the president. And I don't believe they did White House visits back then. But um, we also have the transcript of, um, of the president's log that day of every minute of the day that he's doing something and on there it was it was him meeting uh or him making a phone call to the the chiefs locker room after right after the game so and then of course super bowl uh 54 um that was february 2020 um but you know COVID hit just a few weeks after that so any any trips to the white house were certainly nixed at that point so um, this was an opportunity to um to to do it this this year well, I'll tell you what, man, they 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 wore it proud. They did it, they did a great job of just showing up, looking their best. I mean, and and, and funny too. That's what I loved about it. Like those guys, you yeah. could tell they were being themselves. They were just having a lot of fun. You could tell yeah. it was a blast. So well, it was a great was opportunity. Yeah. yeah. It was a great opportunity for them. And and uh, they were all very appreciative of being able to have that opportunity. And and uh, you know, politics aside, it it's just we're Americans and it's special to be able to do that. So I think, yeah, for sure. I, I thought, I thought it was cool about it was, um, the ties to, um, the, the Delaware, uh, the Delaware blue hands connections that, uh, Biden had with, uh, with, um, uh, obviously Veach and, uh, and, and Blake, I guess they, they had a certain assistant coach that they, they all had, which yeah. I thought was crazy that Biden had an assistant coach that those guys had when they, when they played. Really? Oh, really? I did not know that. Really? Yeah, because yeah. Biden's a Delaware person, you know, he's a Delaware person. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that we're And uh, I believe he's an Eagles fan also, if I heard that properly, too. I believe, I believe, I believe the uh, Jill is, I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe I, I she know, is. I, I don't know where team he, he falls. If he's from Delaware, he, I guess he could be a Ravens fan. I, yeah. I don't know. There was a connection in his family with the Eagles, and I believe you're right. It might have been his wife. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Delaware, you're right there. I mean, it's close to Philadelphia. I'd, be, I'd rather be a Philly fan than I would the, the, the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess so. Around that time when he was growing up, so Baltimore's team was the Colts, right? So probably it could be it could be a Colts fan if, if he if he if he, uh, if he moved over from Baltimore okay. with the uh, Colts. Could have been. Yeah. Unitas was big back in the day. Maybe uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what team he roots for. <laughs> He was also in in that speech. He also talked about he, he, was, he was a defensive back too. He said he played freshman year as a DB, but he said his grades were so bad that he had to uh, stop playing, and, the, and then he returned his senior year uh, at, at Delaware. But so, so some tidbits that you, you get, I, I had no idea, but I thought that was cool. The Delaware connection, and obviously, uh, what did you all think of uh, Travis uh, go to the podium to, uh, to to make a comment? <laughs> I, I think that's exactly who Travis is, man. I, I think it's, you know, it, and that's what I was saying. These guys wanted to be themselves. It, it was just a funny moment. It really was. You know, everybody mm -hmm. just kind of laughed 
obviously Patrick was, you know, just kind of, okay, man, we're we going to make sure, you know, this is not going to happen. But, yeah, they, they was having fun, man. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful time. What do you think, Travis Mike? was being Travis and Patrick was being Patrick. <laughs> Protected him. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was, it was good. You know, we, uh, in our, um, in our Hall of Honor, which is our museum space in the stadium. And Jason, the next time you come in town, I really want to take you through there and and uh, and walk you through that space. I, matter of fact, I sent you, I think, the photo that we have of you under every player and your bio. Um, I believe I did send you that. But um, uh, the uh, the um, the Hall of Honor space that we have in in the stadium is is really nice. It's our museum. And it's about 16,000 square feet of museum space right on the main concourse of the stadium. And uh, it, it not only tells the story of the Dallas Texans, which our franchise was in Dallas for three seasons before they moved to Kansas City, but it also, because Lamar was the founder of the American Football League, and Lamar, and this again, this, this explains Lamar's, just, just the way he would think and his selflessness, he wanted to honor not just his franchise, but all of the AFL teams, including the seven others who he started with him in 1960, along with Cincinnati and Miami, who became expansion teams in that 10-year period of the American Football League. So we actually honor the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Bills. They're all honored. We we It was a 10-year league. Um, we have a a corresponding helmet from that era along with a little story about each team. And then we have a touch screen that actually tells the history of the 10 year history of the AFL. And each year we tell the history about each team in that 10 year period. So um, it's, it's a really, it's not just our franchise, it's the entire American football league. And then in addition to that, um, just today, just this morning, we actually installed the, uh, Super Bowl 57 Vince Lombardi trophy and is now lined up along with the other two. Um, it, it made its rounds. It came back from Washington, D.C. Uh, late Monday night, and I took Tuesday morning and, and uh, had to clean it up and had a lot of fingerprints and, and things on it. So I, I spent about an hour working on cleaning the, the Lombardi trophy. And uh, hey, here's another thing. You know how the Vince Lombardi trophy got its name? So uh, this just think this obviously for Marty, but you know yeah. Yeah. it's a so in August of 1970. Okay, so now they've already played four Super Bowls at this point. Okay, Super Bowl one, Super Bowl two, Super Bowl three, Super Bowl four. Mm-hmm. Um, in August of 1970, Lamar Hunt found out through some colleagues that Vince Lombardi was very very ill. And Lamar wrote this very compassionate letter to the commissioner, Pete Rosell, at that time, and suggesting that they rename the Super Bowl trophy the Vince Lombardi trophy. Wow. And we, we have a copy. We have that document in our Hall of Honor. And I highly recommend if you ever visit, you read that document, take a photo of it, because it it just, Jason, what we were talking about before about Lamar's kindness and his compassion, that letter just oozes with compassion. And wow. it was Lamar's suggestion. He didn't tell him to. It was just a suggestion that they think about renaming the Super Bowl trophy the Vince Lombardi trophy. 
Wow. And we have that we have that document in our in our museum space. Um, it's it's pretty and, and also this is kind of interesting. So when Lamar was um, Lamar wanted a team in the NFL, right? In 1959, um, tried to get an expansion team. The NFL wouldn't expand. They did tell him that the Chicago Cardinals might be for sale. Um, that was before they moved to St. Louis and went on to Arizona. So Lamar flew down to Miami of Florida to meet with the ownership of the Chicago Cardinals down in their Miami home. Couldn't work out a deal to buy the team. So Lamar got back on his American Airlines flight in Miami, flying back to Dallas. And in Lamar's word, it was like a light bulb went off in his head. He said, you know, the way I was thinking was I wanted to own a professional football team. I couldn't get the NFL to expand and I couldn't get the Cardinals to sell. Very naively on this American Airlines flight, he said, I'm going to have to start a new football league. He borrowed stationery from American Airlines on that flight and started jotting down notes, what it would take. We have those notes in our museum space. Wow. When he got back to Dallas, he found seven other investors or owners, so to speak. And in, in, uh, in 1960, at age 27, he launched the American Football League. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's oh, wild. man. Dude, and no. we have that document. We have that American Airlines document in our museum space down there. Now, did yeah. they used to have it in, in, in Canton, too, for a minute? I, I don't know if I if I think I maybe I've heard that. Maybe I've seen that maybe in Canton. In the, they might have a rendition of it. They might have a, a story about it, and they may yeah, have they, a copy of it of some sort like that. It's possible. I wouldn't surprise me. Um, but, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Lamar was so instrumental with how we know professional football today, you know, starting a new football league and it succeeded. Okay. And, and uh, he was also very instrumental with the, uh, the merger and the merger talk started in April of 1966. Another very little known fact in April of 1966, Lamar got together with uh, Tex Schramm who was running the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, they, they met in a, private secret meeting to talk about a merger. At that time, Lamar's commissioner of the American Football League was a gentleman by the name of Al Davis. <laughs> <laughs> now, Al was only the commissioner for four months of the AFL. He was, um, Al was, Al was really didn't think a merger was necessary. So he wasn't real happy when they announced the merger three months later on June 8th. Matter of fact, it was June 8th, 1966. I think today's June 8th, if I remember yeah. right, okay. yeah. where they actually announced the merger. Now, that merger wouldn't start till 1970, four years later. But as a result of that merger, um, that's when they decided they were going to play after that 1966 season, the very first AFL-NFL World Championship game, which is known as the Super Bowl. Um, but Al Davis had this thought then he should be the new commissioner of this new football, this merged league. And they told him, no, well, Pete Rozelle would be the commissioner. We actually have a football in our museum that has Al Davis's name on it as the commissioner. And uh, wow. there's, yeah, there's not very many of those in there. Huh. <laughs> That's really cool. And Jason, I think uh, the other thing that we do, obviously we honored um, the Chiefs Hall of Famers, the ones that are in our Chiefs Hall of Fame. Okay. And, uh, and, and of course, uh, Dante is going to be going in this year, as we all yeah. know. Um, yeah. In addition to that, we have every game that we've ever played, 
we have a touch screen where you can pull up every single game and see the box score where it was played. Um, in cool. some cases, we have video of some standout games. Okay, and okay. Uh, um, and then the other touch screen that we have is every player that's ever been on our regular season roster. And Jason, I think I sent you that um, the your your photo and then the bio that when you click on your photo. So every player from 1960 all the way through this past season, if they were on our regular season roster, they're in our, our touch screen on that. That's really cool. My gosh, yeah. that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Man, we, Mike, when, when, just listening to you and, you know, the way that you're able to give out all the information on this that I think a lot of fans just don't know about. You know, I'm, I'm hearing about this right now, and I'm, and I'm just elated with everything you just said. Like, I can't wait to get there in Kansas City to come check this thing out, really. Uh, so what's interesting, Jason and Marcus, is um, if you buy a ticket to the Chiefs game and come to the game, and Lamar insisted on this, he wanted to make sure that you, if you bought a ticket to the game, you have access to be able to visit the Chiefs Hall of the Chiefs Hall of Honor. It's not a separate fee, a separate entry of any sort. It's right on the main concourse on level two. And uh, we also do, we do public tours and private tours also throughout the week. Um, so it's it's open to the public on game day to come to the game. And then of course, if you, uh, we, we do tours to, to do it. If you go to chiefs.com and click on stadium and then click on Hall of Honor, you can see what we have, uh, the, you know the things that we have listed there and um it's a it's a really great space and most importantly it tells the story of the american football league as well as the dallas texans kansas city chiefs franchise and it honors lamar and his wishes and um it's it's a great space and and i would love to show it to you all uh, anytime you come in i think you'd you'd like to see it yeah oh, it's just not us but, but our fans too everybody who's, who's watching this will be yeah. watching now they know, man, there's an added bonus that when you come here to a Chiefs game, you're just making a family affair and come in and come look at the Chiefs history. And it's on what you said, it's on the second floor, right, Mike? Yeah, the, the second game. level. The, yeah, the second level, concourse level. Uh-huh. Yep. And it's on the uh, south side, um, not the side of the stadium that faces Royal Stadium, the side that's the other side of Royal Stadium. Yeah. You know, the old main entrance, that side. Um, mm -hmm. But here, this we do. We did something kind of fun here a few a few months ago, uh, back in March. Travis Kelsey hosted Saturday Night Live, and uh, we actually have his opening monologue suit that he wore. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. In the opening monologue. <laughs> That's awesome. Get to play out of that. So I did have to send it to the cleaners and uh, oh, sure. <laughs> and get it clean. So I took it to the cleaners, and and uh, it's kind of interesting because when I dropped it off, I took it to the cleaners. They knew it didn't fit me. Okay, I mean, you know me; I'm not a big guy. But so, and I could see the I could see the uh, the young lady that was at the counter, and, I, and she she knows me because I use that cleaner. And I didn't tell her what it was though. I, I just I kind of kept it quiet. Yeah, it's a friend of mine's suit, and but I kind of think she kind of like, wait a minute, this sort of looks familiar. But uh, it's on display. Uh, we have that on display, and uh, it's 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 pretty cool. It's drawn a lot of attention. Let me put it that way. I'm sure <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a different kind of piece. It's, it's so unique compared to I'm sure everything else. It's I mean, honestly, there's so many unique things in there, but that's just like a, a different thing altogether from what you guys have in the, um, and, you know, in the, in addition, in that 10 year period of the American football league, the, 
Lamar's Dallas Texans in year three in 1962, they won the American Football League. And so we have that trophy in an exhibit honoring the Dallas Texans. And then they won the 1966 AFL Championship where they went to Buffalo and beat Buffalo, which led to Super Bowl one, where the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Green Bay Packers in Super Bowl one. And then in 1969, the last year of the AFL before they merged with the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs won the AFL again. So it's just kind of fitting that Lamar Hunt's Kansas City Chiefs won the, the AFL the very last and final year of the of the American Football League before it before it merged and became the AFC. So pretty interesting. Now I'll give you one trivia question you guys can throw around sometime. When the two leagues merged in 1970, okay, the NFL had 16 teams, the AFL only had 10. So when they announced the merger that would start in 1970, they wanted to balance out the two leagues to have 13 and 13 teams, okay? So you had 16 in the NFL, 10 in the AFL, so 26 teams. So they wanted to balance it out. So three teams from the old NFL had to jump over to this new AFC, the Cleveland Mm -hmm. Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and what was then the Baltimore Colts. And that was big for those owners to step up and say, we're going to leave the NFL and go to this AFC. And then, yeah. And then one other thing that's kind of interesting, Jason, I'll throw this out. I know we might be running out of time, but um, Lamar's Lamar, two things. One, Lamar originally was going to have six teams in the AFL. So if you ever noticed the logo on our, on our Jersey, now the round patch over the heart, that is the old American football league logo that Lamar designed. And there are six stars on there. When Lamar passed away in 2006, the Hunt family wanted to honor Lamar in a special way. So the family chose to take that American Football League logo and put it on our jersey over the heart. But way, way down at the bottom in the football, you'll see a very tiny LH, Lamar Hunt. And it's so tiny, but he always put the league's best interest above his own. And it's over the heart. So when you see that round patch on our game jersey now, yes. that's a permanent part of our – that's as permanent as the colors, the stripes, the numbers, and it's the old American Football League logo. And then what's real interesting, when you come and see the Super Bowl Four trophy, that was the last year as the AFL versus the NFL. And on the Super Bowl Four trophy is the AFL logo, that round one I was just telling you about, and right next to it, the NFL logo. There's only three teams that have a Super Bowl trophy – that has a logo that has a trophy that looks like that. Green Bay has the first two. Okay. The New York Jets have the third one, and the Kansas City Chiefs have the fourth one. And that was the last and final year of the AFL. After that, Super Bowl five, it became the Vince Lombardi Trophy with just the NFL Shield on it. Hmm. Now you think about that for a second. Here's Lamar Hunt at age 27, had to launch a new football league in order for him to get a professional football team. And now, after 10 years, the league was going to um, merge with the NFL. In the very last AFL game, Lamar Hunt's Kansas City Chiefs won Super Bowl IV. I just think there's some divine intervention on that. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. The the team they beat in Super Bowl IV, do you know who they beat? The Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, yes. right. Now, you know what's big about that? The Minnesota Vikings were one of Lamar's original six AFL teams. And at the very last minute in 1960, they bailed out on Lamar and joined the NFL. They would start in 1961. 
the Oakland Raiders actually took the Minnesota Vikings place in the AFL in 1960. Oh, wow. Lamar was really disappointed that the Vikings failed out on him, but he was a good business person. And he said, well, having another team out on the West Coast would probably be good for our new football league. So the team that he beat in Super Bowl four, which was going to be the very last game played as an AFL team, they beat the Minnesota Vikings, who was the, when Lamar started this league, the Vikings were like the third team he, that he got. He, he he had his team, the Houston Oilers, and Max Winter and his ownership group from Minnesota said, yes, we're in. And now they beat the heavily favored Minnesota Vikings at that time also. The Vikings were, were supposedly going to beat right. the Chiefs. So just think all that time. And this is some great divine intervention that, yeah, isn't that just, yeah. Hey. It just it works as and as, as how it works works itself out. Like okay, so we now we got a little bit some sweet revenge on them, right? You know, mm -hmm. you know, spelling out all this. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's so. Uh, hey, did you ever wonder how the Roman numerals got put on a Super Bowl or got on a Super Bowl? Uh, Lamar always thought this name Super Bowl was not very classy. Okay. After the fourth Super Bowl, he noticed that sports writers are calling it Super Bowl One, Super Bowl Two, Super Bowl Three, Super Bowl Four. So Lamar was thinking about the Olympics. He said, let's add Roman numerals to it. And we have a document that he wrote to the commissioner suggesting that they add Roman numerals to the Super Bowl name. <laughs> and at the, bo the bottom line said, we'll add a little class to our unclassy name. <laughs> 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 Lamar actually thought they would come up with a better name than the Super Bowl. Than the Super Bowl. No, that's, that's and again, it was all named after this little toy right here that, that Norma bought the kids. And that's, that's what I was thinking about. Isn't that crazy? It is. Great it is. story. Great, great story. It's a wonderful story, man. Oh my goodness. Mike, man, I could look, I could sit here and listen to you all day, man. I know you got tons of stuff. I'm sitting yeah. over here like a like a kid right now, just to, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the great, great knowledge and information right here, you know. So, uh, well, man, I, it's... I, I, I know during the season, uh, you're going to have a lot of people come in, probably come visit you. Hopefully after this episode, you know, airs, everybody's like, man, we, we got to go see Mike. We got to go see Mike. And yep. so uh, we, we talk about just the staple of the Chiefs and, you know, what Lamar has meant to the organization like you said, and, and how he's had a hand in a lot of things we just didn't even know. We had no idea. Like, we know, with the Lombardi name, uh, like we were talking about the Super Bowl, the name of that, you know, how he started it and getting the teams and all that together. I mean, we talk about just the character of Lamar, and, that, and I think that's what it is because, like you said, it was bigger than him, and he, he knew it was bigger than him. Uh, but, like, I, I, I definitely believe, man, the divine intervention uh, definitely played part in that. Uh, and I believe that also, too, with you being – uh, the curator of the Chiefs, uh, you being there for so long, man, with the like information, you do a job of giving us all of that, all of those nuggets, man. Really do. I appreciate it. every every bit of it, Mike. Well, thank you, Jason and, and Marcus. Thank you for this opportunity to to share with our uh, not just Chiefs fans but football fans um, the, the the story of Lamar and Norma and in our Hall of Honor that honors the American Football League and. And, you know, Lamar never wanted to be known as the owner. He always was referred to as the founder. founder. He founded the American Football League. And uh, it's, it's truly an honor on behalf of the Hunt family and uh, to be able to, to share with 
our our guests that come through. And you know, on game day, it's really it's really cool to see um, the visiting teams' fans come through um, the the museum space, and um, the it, you know, and, and the appreciation that they have for for what's in there. And uh, it, it, it's it's pretty it's 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 neat. It's really neat. So yeah, that's 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 well, so one of a kind. You know, just like I said, with all the the amount of time that it took to weave all this together, you know, with the Chiefs and like I said, the, the paramount meaning, whatever everything that he that he's he's done for the NFL and himself. Uh, yeah. And they thought so much of him that in 1984 they renamed the AFC Championship Trophy the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Yeah. Absolutely, as they should have, as they as they should have, without a doubt. Yeah. And you know when he when he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, uh, his final his final uh, during in, in his acceptance speech, he accepted that honor on behalf of all football fans, not Chiefs fans. All football fans, he accepted that honor. He was so humble and so kind and, and uh, uh, very unassuming, but uh, really was very, very, very instrumental. And, you know, he loved sports so much. He, he was involved with minor league baseball ownership. He started a professional tennis league called World Championship Tennis. He was involved with starting two professional soccer leagues, the MLS League that started in 1996, he actually owned three teams at one point, the Columbus crew, the Kansas City team, and the Dallas team. The family still owns Dallas, and the youngest son, Daniel, runs FC Dallas down in Frisco, Texas. And in the mid-60s, when all this merger stuff was going on and everything, he also became a founding investor of the Chicago Bulls of the, of the NBA. And, oh, wow. to, and to this day, um, they are the last original uh, founding investors that still have ownership of the Chicago Bulls. Wow. Yeah. And Lamar was so humble that he never really, he never met Michael Jordan because he didn't want to jinx him and what have you. So <laughs> Lamar, you know, Lamar, he just always stayed yeah. just on. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yes, it That's is really cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I would love to show it to, to both of you. And then of course, any of our, our guests and listeners that, that uh, come to Kansas city, I encourage you to come to a game, take a moment and go through the, the hall of honor. It gets a little crowded on game day, but you can still get the, the gist of it. And uh, we have big led boards down there that we have highlights of super bowl four, super bowl 54, super bowl 57, um, the 13 second game from a couple years ago when we played Buffalo and uh, it's just little clips. And then uh, it's, it's pretty neat. And you can see Travis Kelsey's Saturday night live opening monologue. Suit <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Now, Mike, did y'all have, obviously, I, I, I would think of this without a doubt as, you know, historical. And would y'all have, like, school children come in and y'all do, like, uh, you know, uh, field field trips and stuff? Over Jason, there? great, great question. Yes, we actually, um, we have uh, field trips for elementary age students Monday through Friday during the school year. We Thank will you. have 200 plus students come in there every single day during the school year on field trips. Wow. And, and they, uh, uh, elementary age, anywhere from elementary age up to maybe junior high. And uh, it's a field trip form. They do visit, they start in the Hall of Honor. They learn about Lamar Hunt and his history. 
They go down to the locker room. They go down to the sideline. They go up to the ninth level by the press box, see the view up there. It is really, really a neat thing uh, that we do with with that. That yes, yeah, it's it's every single day, Monday through Friday, and then even now during uh, now that school's getting out during the summer, there'll be summer camps that are going on for kids, and yeah. the summer camps will come in and and, and do that. So, yes. And uh, all those tours that they want to figure out, like that people would want to go, they just need to go to Chiefs.com, click on Stadium, and then uh, click on Tours. And uh, um, and the other thing, if if you're not interested in in any kind of football or anything like that, we do have what's called the Arrowhead Art Collection in the stadium, and okay. we have 40 pieces of art, uh, local and regional artists, and uh, and all all the wall space was commissioned for those artists to to do artwork. And so we actually have art tours that go through the stadium now too. So, That's cool. Yeah. Well, something for everybody. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Man, well, Mike, like I said before, brother, I, I look, I, I can't wait to get out there to come see it. Uh, I'll definitely reach out to you before I come. Uh, Cause I, I want, I want the whole kit and caboodle. I want to come check it out. I want to come and yeah. see something. Old film, like I'm just like, oh wow, I could come and watch all my old games if I wanted to. And, and <laughs> out there on the wall, so that'd, that'd be great. That'd be great, great for my family too. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, you know, and that's that's really true. Um, and and w w when players, former players, come through with their family, which uh, um, happens quite a bit, we'll take them through, and then you, you go to the touch screen that has their photo and then uh, their bio behind it. Um, I've got photos of uh, many of the players that are th with their families, you know, and and uh, it it's uh, it, it's it, it's it's a neat it, it's I can't even have words to explain how cool it is for the for the for the family the the, the kids go daddy that's you right there you know and, uh, uh, Abner Haynes who was one of the original Dallas Texans uh, running back. His two daughters brought their sons to um, Arrowhead last fall for a game. And the sons are high school age. And, uh, and Abner's still alive. He's late 80s now. And we have a really neat video of him. Uh, and we have a couple things of his. And they saw Abner do this video from probably about 15 years ago. And they, 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 called, it, they called him up on the phone as they were watching this video. And saying, Grandpa, we we're watching you on a video right now, and uh, they they videoed the video, and we're going to take it back and show it to Abner down there. So it, it's it's special. It's very very special, and it's all because of Lamar and Norma, and and now the Hunt family is Clark and and uh, Lamar Jr., Sharon and and Daniel, and and uh, what we have there. So again, we'd love to share that with with our guests that are listening, and and uh, and. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get you all in there someday too. For sure. <laughs> Mike, it was it was awesome having you on, and uh, we look we we'd love to have you on again because I mean, like like JD said, I <laughs> I can listen to you, I can listen to you tell stories all day about the history of the NFL, the Chiefs, and all this stuff. I I I, lo I love it so much. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't even gotten to the good stories yet. You know, then no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get we'll get Alan and Shrop on this uh, on this yeah. one, and then we'll <laughs> absolutely we tell, tell some real stories, some real deep stories, some really good stuff, some really good stuff. David, and we'll get David Bud. Uh, oh we'll get there God! 
Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, like I said, it's an honor on behalf of the Hunt family to be able to represent them and, and to uh, and to continue the legacy and the history that Lamar started back in 1960, and it's being carried through with the Hunt family now. So, thank you for the opportunity to be on the show. And Jason, I love you. You are the Bye. best, and always have been. And and uh, we'll uh, let's stay in touch. And y'all have an open invitation. Okay. Absolutely, awesome. Mike. Listen, man, Mike, man, love you too, brother. Love you. All right. But I definitely will get in contact with you. You've always been the best. I appreciate the kind words, man. But yeah, you know, you you've always been my guy, man, since day one. And so, like I said, uh just try, try, your- to take, try to take care of you, Jason. Always try I to make sure you have <laughs> it was fun. It was great. Thank you. Thank you guys. This was great. Oh thanks, Mike. It was, it was nice meeting you. Yes, thank you, Mark. And thanks for um, helping me out with clicking on. I, I didn't know what I needed to do, so I'm, <laughs> I'm technically challenged sometimes. So, so, but it worked out great. But you were. We, we've had plenty of uh, current players come on not know how to figure this out as well, so yeah. you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys have got a great show here. I love it. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mike. Right. Thank you, brother. Let me know anytime I can do anything for you all, okay? Absolutely. Sounds okay. good. All right. Hey, God Mike, bless. Take care, brother. All right. All right. God bless. Bye. God bless you. All right, JD. Well, that was uh, like, like like I said, that was uh, that was like what, what like kind of NFL one hundred and one. I mean, right there, because like I think I know a lot about NFL, but like when he was telling us all those things, I was like, what, what? I, I didn't know that. I didn't know the Super Bowl came from the Super Bowl, or you know, like I, I the yeah, the Roman numerals thing. I, I had no idea any any of that stuff. The Vince Lombardi stuff, all of that. That was that was that was really awesome. Just like tidbits of, the, of those things. No idea. Like you said, I, and, you know, I played and, you know, I've heard some things here and there. I mean, I've been to Canton and I've looked at a lot of just the NFL history, but just kind of hearing Mike go through it and, and the, the details of what he was saying. I had no idea. No idea. So uh, I can't wait, man, to get out to Kansas City and, and go through that to, to really see it all, man. We got, we got to make a trip out there, Marcus. We're going to meet out there, man, and go through this entire thing. I would love, I would love nothing more than to do that, man. That'd be really cool. It'd be really cool. Hey, maybe even do a cheap concern show from the uh, from from that little space right there. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be really cool. It'd be a hey, should we? I mean, Mike can make it happen. If anybody can make it happen, Mike can. Hey, he's so, the guy. He's the guy. Yeah, Mike is <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, so uh, we we hope everyone enjoyed the episode, uh, and we thought it was uh, a, a nice way to you know um, talk about Norma Hunt and her, you know her impact with, with the Chiefs and everything, and also talk about the White House visit. Um, to do that with you know the team historian, you know Mike was great uh, in in kind of uh, showing us a little bit uh, into the the Hunt uh, family um, and the, uh, the what do you call it the the, the first lady of uh, the NFL and Chiefs Kingdom. Um, yeah. Um, JD, uh, before we go, um, uh, I know this episode was ma- mainly about that, uh, but news, uh, came out to, right before we came on, um, today that Frank Clark will be joining the likes of Neil Smith and Jamal Charles, uh, as, uh, uh, uh members of the chiefs kingdom who are going on to play, um, in Denver. Uh, so I see that. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Is the ticket right? Is it, am I reading that correctly? And so. Hey man, you know what, what? What can you say? You know, I, I think th- there's a time, I guess, where players are like, okay, either dedicating up time here. I've I've gone here. I've won Super Bowls here. I want to see if I can go somewhere else and make a difference. And so, 
Uh, they're gonna give him opportunity to go out there and play, man. He's gonna be a good one for him. He's gonna be a good one for him. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun just to see him, you know, challenging the Chiefs on the other other side. You know, you, you hate to see it, you do you really do, but sometimes this this is how the NFL operates. Uh, but you know, he'll get a he'll get a a, a warm uh, welcome coming back, standing ovation, obviously for all the things he's done here in Kansas City. Uh, so, you know, man, it just. Hey man, it's 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 gonna be fun challenging Frank. It's gonna be fun challenging Frank out there in Denver. So, yep. I I think one thing because uh, you have a lot of there's there's a little mixed bag. There, uh, most people were really upset that he's going to Denver, but like, look, I mean, they've seen the way we've been handling contracts this offseason. We 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 already. I think I think when we cut him, I think we gave him uh uh when we cut him, I think we had some dead cap with him. So like. We were already giving a lot of money on the cut. We weren't going to bring him back, and we talked about it. That farewell video said bye-bye. I mean, well, there's no way you can bring back a guy when you have a farewell video that like kind of like sad and emotional. Um, but then also, like we talk about we, this offseason, we really went out and attacked edge rushers. And yeah, maybe we could bring in another veteran, but like we weren't going to pay five and a half million guaranteed to whatever veteran we bring in. Um, so like. I think we address the needs that we've had in the past, and I think um, with the with the edge rushers that we have in the building right now. So I I, I didn't think it was that big of a, a, a need uh, for him to come back. Um, are you are you surprised at all that he's not coming back after we kind of heard some rumblings that potentially he could be rejoining the team? No, look, even though I know Chris was trying to politic for him, you know, to kind of get back here and you know try to make it a you know uh, let's run this thing back. Uh, I think I think the Chiefs, you know, kind of. Ultimately, made that final decision, finality. Like, hey, listen, we've just kind of moved on. We have, we 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 we've understand where we're at. Uh, we understood that uh, contract-wise, it wasn't going to work, uh, and so they were fine getting young guys in and maybe going, you know, free agency, getting some other guys. Uh, and so they were just they were just looking for some new things, some new fresh talent in those positions. And I think that was that that like you said, that last uh, farewell video. Says it all, man. Like it's hard. It's hard to come back from that. It's like, uh oh, we, we you know, we we psyched you. The guys return. It's gonna be a little tough, right? Yeah. Be, <laughs> you know, the, you know the dude who who did all the editing. He's like, man, well, are you kidding me? Like, I, I put all this thing together. Man. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, oh. it's it's one of those things you you could do that in wrestling or uh, in, uh, in 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 Hollywood where you can make a sequel like oh we said we were done with the series but actually the guy never died he's back and it's like you could do that but you can't do it in real life I mean you can't you can't do that yeah. um but, yeah um but yeah so uh yeah I just want to get your thoughts on that as we uh, closed out the uh, the episode here um just to give you guys updates uh so uh, next week. Uh, JD and I will be releasing our episode on Wednesday, a little bit earlier, um, because I'll be going out of the country uh, for the next couple of weeks. Uh, well, I'll be doing the show from uh, Budapest, and I'll be doing the show from, I believe, Milan uh, in uh, Italy um, over the next uh, couple of weeks. So, um, so yeah, so I'll be on the road, but uh, uh, next week I'll be flying out on Wednesday, or our usual night we film the show. So we'll be doing a day earlier um, filming. So we'll have the episode out for you guys Wednesday next week. Um, so we'll. Uh, Chief Concerns will be out uh, in Europe for, uh, for for the next few weeks. As yeah. We this. <laughs> yeah, the European tour. The European tour. European tour. Yeah, I'll be wearing. I'll be make sure. I'll be wearing my Chief Concerns stuff and also Chief stuff to uh, show the uh, the Spaniards uh, and then the, the Hungarians and all, all the different uh, different Europeans I'll be seeing over the next uh, few weeks. A little yeah. about Chiefs Kingdom. Show them a little taste. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Bring a little bit of kingdom out there to uh, 
to, to that part of the world. That'd be great. That'd be wonderful. For sure. For sure. Uh, and also, of course, I want to give a shout out to Chad, uh, your nephew, uh, sending my love and my prayers and everybody out on Chief Concerns World uh, to give a give a nice little shout out and uh, some prayers to uh, Chad. Well, that's what I'm here in Louisville today. Got it, and I'm visiting him. I'm actually going to head back up to go see him uh, for tonight. But he just wanted to let everybody know that he's doing fine. Still, everybody, he said hi. Uh, but yeah, man, those things always are always good to hear. So, you know, Marcus, you, you appreciate you reaching out to him and saying what's up. He's like, man, Marcus is a really good dude. I said, yes, he is, no doubt about it. Hey, t- tell me, I, I don't like, I don't like when I have to double text. I want, I want a response at, at some point. I don't like, I don't like double texting without any responses back. Right. <laughs> I'm just messing around. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, man, thank you. No, it's a great segment, man. Thanks to Mike being out here, like you said, and just talking about all the things that, you know, in the scope of, you know, the whole Chiefs kingdom, Lamar and Noma in itself. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it, this thing, man, is just rolling, man. We, and we enjoy, this is all to the fans, man. Thank every single one of y'all for viewing our, our, our content, everything you mean to us. Uh, we're going to have some really good stuff out here, man. Please hit subscribe, show us, give us some questions, whatever you want to do, man. We, we're here to address all of it. So uh, sure. we appreciate each and every one of you all. Thank you. Sure. Couldn't have said it any better and not a better way to close it out than that, JD. Um, so we'll see you guys next week for our earlier episode of Chief Concerns. Um, we hope you guys enjoy the episode and we'll see you guys next time. Love you, brother. Love you too. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.